Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? De Niro B here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, we're here with Katie Burnett. Katie is the true definition of a remote CEO. After quitting her full-time job, she realized that she needed more help and support in her business if she wanted to scale while being able to spend time with her family and do the things she loved. Katie managed to triple her income in only three months. She now runs a business with multiple streams of income. She now trains on leadership, online business, social media, mental health, self-care, and being a good human. Very excited for this chat, so let's get right into it. So, Katie, thanks a lot for being here at the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. No problem. Very excited for you to be here uh, today, and I always ask my guests to tell us a bit more about their background story so that we can put things into perspective. So, what's your story? (laughs) So I live in Northern California now. I'm originally from Southern California. I moved up here to finish college and follow a boy. And (laughs) (laughs) I wound up staying. I've been here 17 years now and um, got, went to school, finished that, had like an odd job. Well, it wasn't an odd job. I was working as a manager in a construction office and um, which kind of falls into line with my family and, and whatnot. And, and I remember at one point them, I was kind of considering going back to school and they took me into the office and basically offered me, you know, a career with them. And I, instead of feeling excited, like I, I totally panicked. It was uh, like an honor, but I also (laughs) felt like this is not, I do not want to sit at this desk for the rest of my life. And so I went back to school shortly after that um, and taught high school and again, felt, okay, this just isn't, this isn't doing it for me. So I went and got a master's in um, curriculum and development. And I loved that. My plan was to teach at the college level. And my husband and I then decided to get married, had a baby. And I was like, nope, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay home. Um, And it was lovely and amazing. He's a Cal Fire. So if anyone's familiar with Cal Fire, it is on, or sorry, with California, it's on fire pretty much (laughs) 10 10 months out of the year now. (laughs) He's a captain. Unfortunately, it's it's the case. Yeah, we know you're right. Yep. Yep. So, so he has gone a lot. And so me being able to stay home was kind of a, a, it was a big deal, really important. And um, any job that I was looking into was going to you know, just pay for daycare at that point. So being someone who loves to work, I started um, a small business making signs. Uh, Apparently I'm an artist and (laughs) 
I was making signs for weddings and, and it was um, fulfilling in the creative sense, but really not lucrative um, in any other way. And that's a hard, if anybody has done any kind of art business, it's really hard because people, people never really, I mean, probably in any business, people have a hard time understanding the amount of work that you have to put into something to be successful. Um, so that became a struggle and I, you know, wound up in my current business. Okay. And uh, this is a very interesting story. And I find that uh, a lot of entrepreneurs have the same exact situation where they feel like they are in the right job at the right time. And then they actually find out that it's not the case. And then they reinvent themselves. Not a lot of people are able to do that. Most uh, employee, you know, mindset individuals, they try to get a job and stick to their job for as long as possible. Um, so what do you do now? And so how, like you progressed from all these different positions and businesses and now what's your business like? Well, I, uh, first, like, I think that what you just said is so important because the, the reinventing yourself can seem so, um, not just daunting, but almost inauthentic, I think to so many people, you feel like, well, this is who I am. And if I try and go somewhere else, people are just going to think that I'm crazy or it's not me. When in fact, like we are evolving constantly, you know, I'm not the same person as I was when I was 23 or 28 and became a mom. And so I think that when I started, when I went into my first business with direct sales, um, I kind of embraced this whole, like, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm just going to go for this and I'm going to be proud of it. And this is going to be what I do and who I am now. And I was really successful with that. And it was a really fun opportunity for me, both online, because basically that was my only option was to run an online business um, because of my home life situation. And it was not common in the company that I was with. And so um, it was that that was easy because I wasn't really planning on starting a huge business. I was just hoping to make a little bit of extra income when I realized that I was no longer fully um, happy and feeling fulfilled there in 2020. Um, actually, I guess it was 2021. It was just this past February. Um, I, I left mm-hmm. a team of like 1300 um, and a company that I really had put a lot of time and energy into and loved very much because I, I realized that it was no longer right, right fit for me. And again, that pivot was necessary and pivotal and so, so such a relief for me, but, um, at the same time, it was terrifying and feeling like you let people down and wondering what people will think of you and all of those things. That's, that's interesting. So you were working for someone else up to February in this last, uh, in this last phase of your life, uh, you were working for another business until February, 2021. And, and so uh, this is very interesting because you said you, you were putting your heart and soul into that business and it wasn't yours. I was just uh, recording another interview. I, we were talking about this before we started recording this one. And, and we were talking about intrapreneurs, which are those employees that take their, you know, uh, their, their company and, their, and the, their job very, very seriously. And, you know, it, it's interesting because most of these individuals, what they do is, again, they, they treat it like almost it's their business. But then when they start seeing that uh, the, the results are basically almost all going to the owners or the shareholders, uh, people 
tend to get frustrated. Was that something that you felt like up to, you know, in February and, and leading into your switch because you wanted something, you wanted, of course, more freedom and you wanted uh, more growth, but was it uh, just because of that or also because you wanted to have control over what the business was doing? Um, I think for me, it was, uh, yeah, I was really trying to help shift a business that wasn't ready to shift. Um, you know, we had with, with the pandemic, um, I think the whole world was obviously moving into this online gay economy, um, you know, working from home type of, you know, existence slowly, but then we, I, I, I use the term punctuated equal equilibrium, like with this mm-hmm. happened and it forced everybody into this online world and the ways that I was seeing, um, this kind of be adapted, it wasn't the way that I wanted to work anymore. And it wasn't how I was able to lead a team to work. And so for me, it was really like, wow, before I thought that I was helping, And now I don't know that I can add anything to this anymore. And I want to be somewhere where I can not only add, but I can learn and I can grow and I can offer something to other people that they're really going to, um, they're going to be able to learn and grow and become whatever it is that they want to be. And that's really what it came down to was um, I could no longer lead a team where I I didn't feel completely 100% convicted in what I was doing anymore. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. You got to be sold in what you do. Otherwise it doesn't really make sense waking up in the morning and making all those sacrifices. So let's talk about your current business now. Uh, What's the size of the business? What do you do? And uh, are you having a better time that you were having back uh, before February, 2021? Oh my gosh. Yeah. My, my newer business is, well, my new business is um, it's doing amazing. Uh, We have, um, you know, 70% of the sales and only 17% of the people on the team. So um, the, wow. my team is doing incredible. Um, I'm seeing so much growth within my team members who have struggled in other areas of the industry for many years. Some of them are brand new to the industry. Um, and it's in part to the way that um, this company has truly taken They've just taken what people know how to do, which is share products that they love, you know? And I mean, there are so many different companies out there like to know it, you know, Amazon, you can create a storefront, Etsy, and and then you get to share, right? It's just all about being able to share. And so when you're able to really focus your, your energy or when so much is done for you by a company that it just makes it easy for you to share things that you can then focus your energy on the things that are really income producing, um, and will give you a return, it changes, it just changes everything. A hundred percent. And so, um, we wouldn't be called the remote CEO show if we didn't talk about uh, your remote team. (laughs) So I wanted to dive in a bit deeper into how, uh, you structure your day, the types of meetings that you have, if you don't mind telling us, uh, you know, a day, uh, in the life of Katie, like how do you run your business and, uh, how is your team like? Um, my team is exceptional. We have a huge, I mean, and, and I, I give a lot of credit to the company because if an abundance mindset isn't at the core of a company, then um, it's truly, it's hard no matter what you do to pull that into your team itself. So, mm-hmm. you know, the company itself ha- is just made on this abundance. It's just from the bottom up abundance, abundance, abundance with leaders and um, the company members 
helping each other succeed and being able to expand um, as much as you want to in any way that you want to, which is exceptional. But within our team, um, we actually have, and, and there was a point in my life where I was like, wow, that sounds, that would be daunting. But um, because we have the time to focus on ourselves and focus on, you know, our business here and there, we have what we call impact hours. And those are five days mm-hmm. a week and they're completely optional. Um, they're recorded. People can go back and watch them, but it's a time where, you know, there will be a training. Um, we ca- can ask questions. Um, you know, a lot of times people will partner up within them and, and become like, um, just like a team together outside of our team. And, um, so being able to come together regularly and see each other's faces, especially during this time has been totally life-changing. And at the end of that call, we'll often have, I mean, we always have five key strategies on what you can do for your business every day. And I think that anybody who wants to really explode their business, um, those five things can change, but I mean, even John Maxwell will tell you that he has five key things that every day, rain or storm, you know, he, he's, he's doing it. It's his birthday. It's Christmas, whatever. He's doing those five things. Um, mm-hmm. And so just, you know, having that, and it doesn't have to be something that takes all day. And so at the end of our impact hours, we'll, I'll, I'll play a song and it'll be like, all right, here's one of like our five things that we can do right now. And, you know, go post in your stories or, you know, so we give those kinds of tools for examples of what they can be doing. And of course, if they have their own things that they need to work on, they can do that. But it's just kind of that structure that we have. And then the community that gets built um, and the knowledge that there's always something for you to plug into, should you need to, should you want to, if you have a question. Um, And that's really, um, it's allowed us to cultivate just a really beautiful community, people who are constantly sharing anything that they've created um, and getting to know people outside. Because I think people think of indirect sales, um, you've got like your team and you just work with your team, you know, but when everybody works together, everybody wins, you know? So that's really the focus. And, um, and that community is everything. I always say that like direct sales and I'm sure many other businesses and I do coaching as well. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's all about personal development, you know, it's at the core and, you know, everything else comes with the more personal development that you're willing to do, you know? And so I'm like, I mean, I've got a stack of books sitting in front of me right now. I have a, an amazing therapist. <laughs> I've got a sauna, <laughs> like I've got my personal development yes. and my like personal <laughs> mental health thing, like on lockdown, it's not yes. perfect, but it's always, I'm, it's a progress, you know? Yes. 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 I love it. A hundred percent. And here's the thing you said a, a few things, like you said a lot of great things, but I'm trying to, I'm trying, trying to put uh, point out a couple, you said something about, you know, uh, it seems like a lot, it's five hours, uh, five times a week, but in reality, even for me that I run a business, uh, it's fully remote. I, uh, I always tell my staff members, Hey, if you were to go in an office, you would probably have to commute at least 20 to 30 minutes to come to the office. Uh, why don't we take 15, 20 minutes of that time that you don't have to commute, of course, just to get together as a team, because we don't have the ability to get together in an actual office to, you know, meet at the coffee machine or go out for, for lunch or for coffee together. We can't do those things. So why don't we manufacture them basically from scratch and we add them to our daily calendar. And as a matter of fact, we have those daily huddles 
for us is at it's at noon. Uh, I, I generally like to keep mornings for for deep work, concentrated work. So I, I tell all my staff members before 10:30 or 11, I don't exist, not on email, yeah. not on messaging apps at all. After that, we do meet. Uh, in, in a, like you said, just a sense of community, uh, of getting everybody on the same page. It changes the way that the staff works. Uh, most people uh, don't, you know, don't, don't even do a good job uh, because, you know, the boss is there and otherwise the boss is going to get mad. No, no, they do a good job. First off, because they love what they're doing. And, and, and I hope that's the case for everyone, but also because they don't want to let the team down. They don't want to go to the next meeting saying, you know what? I didn't do anything. So hundred percent. I think that daily. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I find that the more people, you know, if they just make one or two of those calls, then it becomes something, you know, then it becomes a habit and then it becomes something that they, that is missed, you know, if they, if you can't make it and you realize just how important that um, coming together really is for your business. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And uh, so any plans for your business moving forward? Um, are you planning on scaling this current team or are you looking at doing anything else? Um, I am, you know, I'm always planning on growing my team. I have big plans for my business itself, but um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, it's kind of funny. My brother and I are planning on writing a book, which is something that I've always, I've, I love to write nice. it's part of my process and what I have to do to just like, just to get my thoughts out. And, um, I, I haven't cultivated that as much as I have wanted to in the last decade. And so I've started writing again and it, my brother reached out to me and it's so random because here I am in direct sales, you know, and I have a background and, and that's, and, you know, an education and that's great, but he, um, yeah. he's a retired fighter pilot, um, okay, well, wow. well, de <laughs> well decorated. Um, so like him and I are probably some of the most opposite people on earth. Right. Yeah. And he's, and he's now an entrepreneur and he does a lot of things. I don't think that I'm allowed to like talk about, I don't even know what half the stuff he does. But he does important yeah. things for important people, apparently, um, <laughs> as a consultant. And then he's still leading teams and um, working for the Air Force on some level. And so he asked me to help, you know, write a book on leadership with him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have no idea how on earth you and I are going to write a book together. But um, I think that between our experiences, um, you know, and our leadership roles, that it'll be. Uh, at the very least, a really special thing for the two of us, but hopefully something um, that is useful for anyone because, um, you know, I think people, when it comes to leadership, people will say, well, I don't, I don't have a team. I'm not a leader. And that's just not the case. Anybody can be a leader. You know, anybody should be a leader. And, and the more that you see yourself that way, the more, um, the more you lead. And then before you know it, you may have a team or you may have, you know, a full company. And um, it's just something that I try and instill in my children all the time. You know, you're a leader, yes. be a leader. So yes. I'm, that's probably my most exciting um, thing coming up, but I do, I do coaching calls. I love coaching people at any level, no matter what business that they're in. Um, and just like I said, helping, helping, uh, Anyone, I, I typically focus on women because I know that we kind of hit that point with family where it's all about everybody else. And um, 
that can be draining on a lot of levels and it can be it can be a hard thing when you realize that you've you've almost lost who you are you know um in all of it even though it's for the best cause um but our kids my kids are better for me um stepping up and becoming me again you know and yes so you know i don't know i'm all over the place i want to do all the things <laughs> awesome no, no no it makes sense and honestly um you know we don't have that much time left but i think it's worth talking about uh resilience and and being able to to really adjust to to new situations and i think just listening to your story and even with the previous conversation that we have before we press the record button there was something that really caught my attention you said you know I, uh, I just like to see what life brings and just like go with it. Um, can you tell me if this is something that you find that a lot of people are lacking, uh, possibly like getting f like fr freeze in front of change and how can people embrace change instead of uh, fearing it? You know, I think, yeah, I do. I think, and I think people, a lot of times when they see kind of the, the doorway in front of them, they just, they ignore it. Um, because they're the, I think off, honestly, like we just overthink things sometimes when, um, you see something or you feel the need to do that change, you, you, we have one life, that's it, you know, and we're, we're modeling for ourselves. We're helping our brain learn to accept challenges and work hard. And if you have children, family, you're modeling for them as well. And then, and then best case scenario, you encourage other people to see that they can, they can move forward. They can do something different. They can pivot, they can change, they can make something more for themselves. And um, I don't think anybody should ever feel bad about wanting, you know, an abundance of anything or wanting to go after something that they want, whether it's climbing Mount Everest or, you know, building an empire or you know, creating a nonprofit that's going to do something that's important to them. Um, change is certainly hard. There's no question about it. But you know, you can't you can't do anything without putting one foot in front of the other. And so I think that instead of just standing there, looking at the doorway and realizing that you've already come so far to get there, people just need to start you know taking those steps. And if it's baby steps, fine. But um, you know, I like to leap. <laughs> Yes, 100%, 100%. Kitty, I'm sure that my listeners will want to know more about what you do and, uh, and how, you know, so where can people find you online? I am on Instagram at KT and with an E Barnett. It's all just Katie Ann Barnett. And um, mm -hmm. also levelafternext.org is where they can find all the things. Awesome. Perfect. Katie, again, thanks a lot for being on the show. And I'm looking forward to having you back with your brother when you I publish know. your book. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. No problem. Enjoy the rest of the day. Thanks. You too. And this is it for today. CEOs, thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob, D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section. And to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again. And I will talk to you again soon.